0: Hi, I'm Connie Wilkes, I'm Marlene Nelson, I'm Jerry Gropp, and I'm Sherry Spute, and our last names make up the acronym WINGS.
1: We're just four ordinary moms with extraordinary bonds. The Lord gathers us all under His wings as a hen gathers her chicks, and we hope to offer a place to gather for our friends, family, and all who wish to join us. So welcome to our podcast conversation, Under His Wings
2: welcome back everyone we uh, have gathered this morning to try and get a couple of podcasts recorded before Connie gets to go and babysit some grandbabies and something we all love to do i had the opportunity to do that a couple of um weeks ago i got to take care of two of my granddaughters for a week while my son and his wife are on vacation they're four years old and two and so full of energy and so cute. So yes, cute. they are, and so much fun. But honestly, I was exhausted <laughs>
1: by the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, sometimes I would go to bed and I think, how in the world did I manage nine all at once?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel the same way when I watch mine.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely know why we did it when we were younger. Yes. You know, as most of our listeners know, we all have a lot of kids. Uh, Jerry, Marlene, and I, I all have ten. Connie's got six, so we understand just how much work kids really can be. If you're familiar with my story, my oldest was about twelve when my ninth child was born. Uh, six of those kids are adopted, which explains how I was able to have them so close together. <laughs> but you so know, so what's I, my excuse? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you didn't struggle with infertility, obviously. I did
0: not.
2: (laughs) I've always said that um, I would be a very wealthy woman if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me. They used to ask me, how in the world do you do it? (laughs) And, you know, I started out just by saying, well, I take it one day at a time. And then one day I realized that I really was missing an opportunity to testify of where my real strength came from. So I decided from that time on, Whether or not I knew the person, whether I thought they were religious or not, I was going to simply answer, I can only do it with the help of the Lord. And I was reminded of just how true that really was when
1: caring for those two sweet little girls. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We understand why the Lord sent them to us when we were young, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Exactly. I used to when, think, why don't you do it when I was smarter? But it's because we didn't have enough energy, energy. You know, it's like, yeah, the Lord knows. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> and Sherry, that story reminds me of a few um, weeks ago when I was practicing a song that I was going to sing with a friend in mm-hmm. sacrament meeting. And I love to sing, but ever since covid and my, you know, in 2020 or 2019, I think I got COVID. And ever since then, my voice has never really been the same. It's kind of raspy. And in in fact, when I hear my voice, I can hear that. Like, I feel like I'm always raspy and phlegmy. And, and um, it just makes me really doubt myself and my abilities, especially when I'm singing. And so, and and I'm not some fantastic singer anyway. I just like to share my testimony through song. That's my favorite way. Well, my pianist, that was helping us said that the, the pineapple helps take away that scratchy throat. So Saturday night I got me a pineapple. I <laughs> ate it. And then I had some on Sunday morning. That was the day that we were singing and we were practicing at my house in that morning. And, um, I had also spent lots of time on my knees asking for angels to sing with us, to take the spirit to the people we that were listening to our song. Cause that's what it's all mm-hmm. about. Right. Um. So we were practicing Sunday morning before church, and my voice was pretty clear. I was like, wow. And my yes. friend said something about it, and I laughingly said, it was the pineapple. It's a miracle cure. Mm-hmm. And then we started singing, and the song was, Jesus is a God of miracles. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, the thought just kept going through my head. It was not the pineapple, and mm-hmm. you know it. <laughs> so testify. Mm -hmm. So of course I had to stop and say, okay, you guys, it really wasn't the pineapple. That's awesome. (laughs) It it was Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I've lived long enough to know where my real strength comes from. Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing? Yep. You know, it is beautiful to have lived life long enough to no longer just have faith that it's true, but to have had experiences like like that little experiences that just can't be refuted, that show how the Lord is able to strengthen us beyond our own capabilities. Absolutely. Yes,
2: and to ask for it, to pray for it
0: and to know it will come right, right. 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 Yeah, it does take that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerry, you really do have a beautiful voice. <laughs> and whenever you know, I think of the Lord as my strength, I love your story because I think we do have talents, but all of us feel like we need to have them magnified or that fear taken away. So to have that much experience really does help us yeah. understand that it's not us, it's the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, whenever I think of the the Lord as my strength, I think of that hymn that we're all familiar with. Well, maybe everybody. Yeah,
1: we are. <laughs> we are, but yeah. maybe not everybody.
0: It's the one that says, um, the Lord is my light, the Lord is my strength. I know in his might I'll conquer at length. My weakness and mercy he covers with power, and walking by faith I am blessed every hour. You know, we really have all been so blessed with additional strength at times.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That is a beautiful hymn, because we have been so blessed and strengthened in so many different ways. I know I felt the, the Lord's strength and enabling power in my life so many times, and I, I really love the youth theme this year. It's Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, and I, I love it so much. I have a large canvas of that scripture, hanging um, in my home. And I remember back when C J was playing basketball in high school and college, he had it that scripture written on the sides of his basketball shoes, just really? to remind him. Yeah, that's mm. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I remember state tournament having that scripture on a huge a poster board that I would hold up when when things were stressful or Aww. he was up at the line just to remind him where his true talent and strength came from.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. We do have to be reminded. So I love that connection, mm-hmm. that reminder. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, yep. And I love the fact that as we're focusing on that scripture this year with the youth, that we're not just focusing on the fact that the atonement of Jesus Christ covers our sins, um, when we repent, but that it is an actual enabling power that will help and strengthen us to accomplish anything and all that the Lord asks
1: of us, or even that we're just trying to do, like yes. just singing a song, right, and exactly. not sounding like a frog, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, exactly. In so, the little day to day, every casts. every little daily
0: thing. Mm-hmm. So, what does that look like? You know, I I mean, what does it really? mean to be able to do all
1: things with the strength of the Lord on our side. Right, right. Looks like different things. I. What comes to mind for me is, have you ever tried to open a bottle that was just plain stuck? Usually it's pickles. Yep. Like <laughs> right. it's, it's always a pickle bottle. And, you know, I'm struggling and struggling. And I've even looked it up on YouTube, how to open it a- up. <laughs> a jar you bang it and then you bang the bottom and then you know it's supposed to come off and sometimes it works but then there's just those those you know jars that you just can't do and so what do you do find somebody stronger than <laughs> you, you, find and, somebody ask stronger than you. Mm-hmm. and and in my house that's that's usually my husband and um or my my strong teenage son you know he mm-hmm. gets he, he's doing it now and my husband's like ah. the other day. He's like, here, just give that to me. And my son's like, (laughs) got it off. Um, but you know, we, we tracked down the opener of all Mm -hmm. bottles. (laughs) And, um, it's funny how I'll struggle for so long trying to figure it out and I should just go immediately and get my husband, right? Right. And and get it off. But I was thinking about how we do that in life, right? (laughs) We just struggle and struggle and struggle, and we try to figure it out on our own. And, and some may do that for years and years, trying to figure out life on their own. And then we might seek out others who we think could help us, but there's no one that if we would just seek out the Savior and humble ourselves and go to him, he will be the one to ease our burdens, be our strength when what we have alone is just not enough. Mm-hmm. It's a very real and tangible thing. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. And it's hard to maybe
0: explain that unless you try it out almost, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the scriptures are, are filled with testimonies of the strength that comes from the Savior. I know that, oh, in The Chosen, season three, oh, Episode eight, especially, they weave the beautiful words found in Psalm seventy-seven throughout the entire thing. Yeah, it's my favorite episode so far. I even printed that Psalm seventy-seven out
1: to put up on my mirror. It's so it was so beautiful.
0: Truly, truly, and and how they took that and then applied it to, you know just the story of Peter and his wife and their struggle, which we don't really know. So it's definitely directors yeah, um, you prerogative, know, prerogative right. to do that. But then just the relation we have to understand that, how does that Psalms apply to me? And it's a song. Yeah, it's a song and it's a song of sorrow and then it's a song of redemption and it's a song of understanding where do we get our strength yeah. and it's so beautiful. In uh, verse 14, we read that, you know, just, Thou art the God that does wonders, thou hast declared thy strength among the people. And it's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, even thinking of Moses, the Lord is my strength and song and he is become my salvation. then you go on and David saying, God is my strength and power and he maketh my way perfect.
2: Um, Wow. The scriptures do testify over and over of the strength that we
1: can receive from the Lord. Right. And they're, they're all different. They've all had different experiences. Right. I think
0: it's important to relate to that character. I think that's why I love things on film. Uh-huh. I'm a very visual person visual. Mm-hmm. and I can read it, but there's also such a beauty in putting myself in the story. Yes. And so I think that's mm-hmm. maybe why I just really relate to. Uh, I love it. Like I think chosen, so many,
1: so many of us are like that and the really? chosen. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I am. And I love, love the scripture in Isaiah where the Lord promised, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. He's got us, right? He's saying, I've got you don't mm-hmm. worry right Touch <laughs> come me. to come to me I mean you got you got you to make the effort mm-hmm. come but mm-hmm. I've got you mm-hmm. beautiful promises
0: so it just leaves me wondering how we can claim those promises I mean you said he reaches out you have to reach back but what do we need to do so that we can access this help and strengthen our daily lives I mean not that we're Peter walking on the water when we drowned but we do drown, yeah. you know, and I know King David's counsel for the people of his time was seek the Lord and his strength continually. And so I'm thinking that that's the way it is today too. Mm-hmm. This power and grace is something we must seek out and ask for continually. Mm-hmm. I
2: agree. Something we probably should try and remember in our daily prayers for sure. I recently read a BYU devotional that was given by Elder David A. Bednar called In the Strength of the Lord, and I love how he pointed out that, quote, it is one thing to know that Jesus Christ came to earth to die for us. That is fundamental and foundational to the doctrine of Christ. But we also need to appreciate that the Lord desires through his atonement and by the power of the Holy Ghost to live in us, Mm. not only to direct us, but also to empower us. Mm. I mean, isn't that just a beautiful truth? Yes. To know that the Lord wants to be so yoked with us, that he wants to live in us so that he, he can not only just cleanse us from sin and help us find our way through this life, but so that he can give us strength and capabilities beyond our own is just so amazing to me. So no matter what pickle
1: jar life throws (laughs) at us, right? We don't have to just rely on our own strength. Right, right. And you know, we were taught from young, young age that when we sin, we just need to repent, right? And we've been taught over and over recently that repentance is a gift. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not just because you did something bad, you know, you have to feel bad about it, but it's a gift. And Mm -hmm. we have a savior who paid the price and made it possible for us to be forgiven. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from that same talk, Sherry, Elder Bednar said, most of us clearly understand that the atonement is for sinners. I am not so sure, however, that we know and understand that the atonement is also for saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can hear him saying that yeah. in general conference. I, I, I felt blown away at this statement. Mm-hmm. Now he says for good men and women who are obedient and worthy and conscientious and who are striving to become better and serve more faithfully. You know, yep. that's the enabling and strengthening aspect of the atonement of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah, exactly. Not just to forgive us of our sins, but to make us stronger.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for our listeners, we, we're not trying to suggest that the redeeming and enabling powers of the atonement are separate, right? Mm -hmm. Rather, these are two dimensions and they're connected Mm -hmm. and complementary, and they both need to be operational during all the phases of our mortal life. Mm -hmm. But for this podcast, we've chosen to focus more on the enabling strengthening power.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that.
2: Exactly. And we we read several examples in the Book of Mormon of disciples and prophets who knew and understood and were transformed by that enabling power that you're talking about Connie one of my favorites is Nephi i mean right in the beginning of the book we we learn how lehi commanded nephi and his brothers to go back to jerusalem and to invite ishmael and his family to join them on their journey and of course ishmael um, agreed when they all left again together but on the way back into the wilderness to their father, Laman and Lemuel, and some some of the sons and daughters of Ishmael. They started to rebel um, against Nephi. They wanted to go back to, to Jerusalem. They started to complain. I guess camping just wasn't their thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we, we learn that, of course, Nephi encourages them and exhorts them to have faith, but That was not very well received. (laughs) Not what they wanted to hear. Not at all. They became angry. They took Nephi and bound him with cords and were told that they were so angry that they planned to kill him by leaving him there in the wilderness to be destroyed by wild Mm -hmm. beasts. How Mm -hmm. awful. Yeah. (laughs) But what did Nephi do?
1: He prayed. Yes, just what we would have
2: done, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
1: And... You know, in the sk- in the scriptures, we read how he pled. He said, "O Lord, according to my faith, which is in Thee, wilt Thou deliver me from the hands of my brethren? Yea, even give me strength that I may burst these bands with which I am bound." Elder Bednar points out in that talk that you mentioned, Cher, that Nephi didn't pray to have his circumstances changed; rather, he prayed for the strength to change his circumstances. I love that. Yes, me too. And Nephi knew and understood that enabling power of the atonement.
0: I was thinking about the wisdom he had, and, and I wouldn't have originally thought to do that. I think we were right. like, oh, just yeah. take this away from me. Right. But or he strike was, my brothers down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're causing <laughs> he, me grief. I mean, he was so wise in understanding, mm. okay, I know enough about the lord's strength that this is what i'm going to pray for
1: mm-hmm. i you know i was thinking about that on the way over here i was listening to a podcast and uh, about a couple whose whose baby died and they just interestingly enough the next day they went to church and the guy was asking them why did you go to church and they said because we've had enough experiences to know that God is the only one that can make it better. Mm -hmm. God is the only answer. And I, I was thinking about that, how important it is to have those experiences, have those experiences when you're young, grow up in the Lord. It's so important to have that faith. You know, I
0: find it interesting as you were saying that you're telling the story about Nephi. And I'm thinking as you did that, he was, you know, he was, teaching or telling them what to do almost, you know, like, come Mm -hmm. on, you guys have faith. And how often as parents do we do that? We hear and we wonder and we tell and we teach and we testify and, and yet they don't want to kill us, but they definitely (laughs) bind our words, bind us in their minds. And then what do we do? What do we pray for? What, what are we asking the Lord for? Do we want to, to just change their minds, open their hearts there was just wisdom in what he prayed for. So if we have that kind of situation, what would you guys pray for?
1: We can just pray for the strength right. to not be bound. Right. Right. To yeah. not be bound by that and, yeah. and keep going. Right. Right. I think we've yeah. all prayed
0: for that. Right. So it is similar to Nephi. He didn't pray to have his circumstance change, but the the strength to you know, to change his own circumstances, which would be that right. paradigm shift, almost that perspective that we could have in any situation right. that we might feel that is out of control. You know, right? Um, Elder Bednar said um, that we really should be praying and seeking for the strength to change our circumstances rather than praying for our circumstances to be changed. Mm-hmm. And I am, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just really have to do some more thinking on that. Because if I do that, then we will become agents who act rather than objects that are acted upon. Right,
2: Which is what the Lord really wants. Yes. Us to use our agency, our ability with his strength to act. Mm -hmm. Right. And
1: it's just like growing up in a family, you know, you come to understand that there's no one you can change but yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't maybe change the circumstances that you live in, but you can change how you view those circumstances. I saw this reel the other day on Instagram, and it it was a girl. She said something really thought-provoking. I've been thinking about it. She said, before you think of ending your life like I did, like she had tried to commit suicide. She said, before you think of ending your life, try ending the life you're leading right now and live a different one. Mm. I just, I thought, wow, wow, if we could get that out there, like, this isn't working, right? right? This isn't working. So instead of just cutting it off, and ending it all, just end what's happening right now, and try living a different life.
0: And that could be done by calling on God to give you that enabling power. Right. To
1: change, to 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 break those chains that you're bound with. And I thought of this when um, you said that about having the strength to change our circumstances. What a life-changing thing it could be for so many people. So many people are living lives where they're feeling lost and alone. And we encourage anyone out there that may be needing a change to pray for that strength, that strength to end the life you're leading and live a different way. The Savior can help you find a new way, and He can be your strength.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm think, thinking about that story that you just shared, and this this gal, whatever her circumstances were, you know, she was obviously depressed, right? Mm-hmm. And feeling so alone and and it makes me think about the first time that I suffered from postpartum depression after CJ was born and I really didn't have any idea what it was that I was struggling with I just knew it was it was awful it was dark it was miserable and I remember pleading every morning and every night my prayers for the Lord to deliver me from those circumstances and I did that for almost a year and um I remember waking up one morning and the dark cloud was just gone and it felt so good and light and bright and peaceful and I was so grateful that the the Lord did that for me because at that time I didn't know how to get the help. But then a few years later when I felt that same dark cloud settling back over me after Cody was born. Um I thought, okay, I just need to start pleading and praying again for the Lord to deliver me from my circumstances. (laughs) But in the meantime, during those few years, in between those births, um, the Lord, He had brought people into my life that taught me about um, clinical depression and what it was, how to recognize it, how to get help. So this time... When I started praying about it, instead the Spirit said, No, Sherry, this time <laughs> I want you to act. You know what you need to do. He needed me to, to pray for that enabling power to go to use my agency to seek out professional help and, and, and do what I needed to do so that then I could be an agent and change my circumstances. I love that.
0: Isn't it beautiful how it's a step-by-step process? Mm -hmm. I mean, the Lord knows our capability and Mm -hmm. where we are. So then he helps us along. Mm -hmm. And then when those people are placed or those angels are placed in our life Mm -hmm. to teach us, then he says, okay, Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. I'm going to enable you.
2: Love it. And And he's with us, right? right. Every difficult step of the way, but he wants us to progress and grow.
0: So I know that we can all relate with that, Sherry. I know I can. Mm -hmm. And I like the example we read in Alma 14 about Alma and Amulek at that time, many faithful saints had been put to death by fire. And, um, these two servants, faithful servants of the Lord had been imprisoned, beaten, and bound with cords and Alma prayed, Oh Lord, give us strength according to our faith, which is in Christ even unto deliverance. And they too were able to break their cords and walk out of the prison that had tumbled down around them Mm -hmm. and continue to serve the Lord. They were given the strength they needed to act and thereby change their circumstances.
1: Right, and once again, the enabling power is evident as good people struggle against evil and strive to become even better and serve more effectively. Mm -hmm. That's really what it's about but serve in the strength of the Lord. Yeah. And this is a promise God's given his children from the beginning of time. You know, all throughout the Bible, it's filled with the voice of the Lord urging us to have courage to wait on the Lord and to know that he will be our strength. So why do we ever doubt? Mm-mm. Good question. <laughs> right. Because we've got enough evidence, hard evidence in the scriptures that the Lord keeps his promises. But for some reason us humans, mm-hmm. we're headstrong mm-hmm. and a little dense sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and faith is a little bit scary. Yeah. But we have all had so many experiences where we've asked for the strength to win a battle and we've come out stronger on the other side. Yeah. Wouldn't I was thinking, wouldn't it be so fun to hear stories from our listeners? So if you're listening... I want you to think about your own battles that you fought and how you've received strength to break those chains. And um, it would be so fun to gather those and put that out there to share your stories, listeners, what experiences you've had breaking your own chains. So anybody who wants to share a story, send us a recording or type it out and we'll We'll make a whole podcast just about your stories. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Connie, how would they do that?
0: Probably through our email. We've got an email for all of that. And you can go to allunderhiswings.com. I think that's the best way. You can send that just personally.
1: Right. And if you want to record it, just it'll be in your own voice. Right. So that's our challenge to you out there. Yes. (laughs) Send us your stories. Do it. So my story, I think I've shared before, but my daughter was 13 years old and she was so, so sick. And I had nine children at the time and I tried to be pretty healthy, but we ate what most big families ate, Mm -hmm. you know, lots of PB and J, um, except for my youngest who was allergic to peanut butter. So, but we had mac and cheese and ramen, you know, the typical American diet, especially for a big family on a budget. (laughs) Casseroles. (laughs) Lots of casseroles, lots and lots of casseroles with cream of mushroom (laughs) soup, right? That's the (laughs) staple. You're going to add that, make it go a long way. (laughs) And well, at one point when my daughter was sick, I was trying to find answers, taking her all different places. And we found out that she was probably allergic to gluten and that we would have to make a change in a big way. And throughout that process, I found out, I was also allergic to gluten. And so I knew there was no way I could just cook for her and I separately, but I was going to have to make this change for my whole family. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just knew it. And I remember one day sitting in my great big pantry, looking at the shelves of white flour and crackers and cereal and cream mm-hmm. and mushroom soup and a million other things that were full of gluten, even when I didn't really understand what gluten was or mm-hmm. what, what it was in. I sat on the floor of my pantry and cried. And I think I cried for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> it This whole thing just felt way, way bigger than me.
2: Overwhelming, I'm sure. It
1: was overwhelming. It It felt so overwhelming. I mean, having nine kids is overwhelming. Right. Cooking for nine kids is overwhelming, mm-hmm. but changing your whole lifestyle. Right. Just, no yeah, more spaghetti. I, I want to cry thinking about it. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. right, no more spaghetti. Yeah. What do you do the about staple. that? And this was a long this was fifteen years ago, so um this was before you know you could just go to Winco and pick up gluten free stuff right you know it wasn't it wasn't like that he had to go to special stores, so when I finished crying, I went in my bedroom and knelt down, and I just poured my heart out to my heavenly father. I knew he loved me and he loved my family and cared about our health and he cared about my struggles. And I had been struggling with health issues for years and felt like, oh my gosh, this could be an answer. I had chronic hives for
2: yeah, ever. years, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: forever. And I felt this renewed hope after I got off my knees and I felt a strength that I hadn't felt up to that point and little by little the Lord began to put people in my path that taught me about gluten. I mean, it was crazy the people that would just I would just meet and like find out that they they had a daughter that was allergic to wheat and I, I mean it was just crazy. It's crazy, but not crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but when I look back at that and see not only how the Lord guided me and taught me, but how he strengthened me to be able to do things to bless not only my family, but then others who were beginning, just beginning to find out about this whole gluten intolerance thing. You know, this is back before, you know, gluten and, you know, gluten-free was popular. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was, it was a thing. Um, And so I started a blog to help people with recipes and tips. And so it was no longer just about me and it was about how I could help others. I mean, just the Lord gave me this strength that, Right, I, I didn't know I had. I would have loved
0: to have been there to see the click in your brain as you <laughs> saw that strength. Literally, it's like, I'm, I'm sure that there was a conduit that came down yeah. to you because you got off your knees with that knowledge that you were going to be strengthened. That was like, right. I love that. And I personally have been shown over and over in my life that the Lord cares about all the things that we care about just on this last weekend, kneeling down with my little grandchildren, my little sweet granddaughter, she was like, you know, Grandma, I'm so sad. I can't find her favorite stuffed animal. Oh, And she's like, "Looked. I've looked for so many days, for so many days, and I can't find it. And my testimony of prayer, and the enabling power that we have to have just the strength to get up and to keep looking, And he will give us guidance. And so I was testifying to her and I said, we just knelt down right then. I said, Tenny, let's pray about it. And here I am teaching about that. So then I was able to say, okay, now, Tenny, this is what you need to do now is you can't just expect it to show up. You need to go and keep looking for it. Just like you got up off your knees knowing you were going to get the strength. Maybe my testimony helped her understand, okay, grandma believes this. And I'm going to try it. And then I just know it. I know she's going to find it. I know you guys are yep. thinking, oh, no. but whatever is important to the Lord, you you know, the Lord cares about all the things that we care about. Yeah. Whether it's physical, spiritual, temporal, it's all the same to the Lord. Mm-hmm.
2: It's it, true. It is. And it doesn't matter whether it's something really big in our life or something really small, like a lost item.
0: Yeah. And it's more than just prayer. It's that enabling power to have the faith that you know you are going to be able to continue on with the Lord's help. Right.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I've, I have had to rely on that many times in my life. As You were talking about Alma and Amulek and their story and that they were then able to continue to serve the Lord, right? Once they found, prayed for that strength, found it, broke those bands, and would go out and continue to, to do the work the Lord had called them to do. And and I think about how many times in my life I have had to rely on the Lord and His strength in church callings. I know even in my current church calling in the Stake Young Women, that as a sister leader, you know, we give an assignment every month to go out and speak in the different wards, um, just like the high councilmen are. And I I really have had to learn because public speaking scares me to death. <laughs> it makes me <laughs> extremely uncomfortable to pray and rely on that enabling power to bring that comfort and peace so that I can get up there and, and do that. I remember when, as a young adult, well, after I was married, um, being asked to speak for the first time in our ward way back when, you yeah. both <laughs> members of that ward. And oh every time i even thought about it I was so sick to my stomach I thought I was going to throw up that's oh, <laughs> poor thing. just miserable I Remember another time being asked to sing in a group and I was shaking so badly that the lady asked me do you need to sit down <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's just it's just not a comfortable thing for me and um I remember telling my husband, don't ever ask me, you know, more than a week in advance that we have to speak because I can't stand that kind of misery.
0: <laughs> the sleepless nights. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Well, and now I understand that you and Craig have just received new callings Yes. that will keep you speaking even more often. Yes. Oh,
2: that is so true. We were just called to be um, mission leaders over the full-time service missionaries in her area. And uh yeah, it's going to be pushing me way out of my comfort zone. That's what the Lord does, doesn't he? he? really does. But but I've learned that as long as I pray for it, the help will come. And when you're as uncomfortable as I am, it's not hard to remember to pray because that's all, all, you can. Like, all I can do, it's right? It's my lifeline. Really. Yes, He
0: is my strength for oh, sure. Oh gosh, we have needed that lifeline so many times in our lives. And whether it's through our callings or you know, in the church, or calling as even as parents. I know it has been quite the challenge learning to be a parent of adult children. Mm-hmm. And I have had some humbling experiences. And I can think of a, a time just a few years ago where I had such this powerful experience that brought me to my knees in such a way that I really, I felt I wanted to just give up. I honestly and truly felt like a failure. And I, I really, I can't explain the depths of sorrow and the deflation that I was facing. And I just pled with the Lord to help me. I needed forgiveness. And I needed to also to forgive the words that were said to me. And I was in this battle of wanting to be understood and wanting to defend myself. And yet also trying to understand my child's feelings. Mm-hmm. I, I remember crying myself to sleep. And in the morning another one of my children happened to come over. And then sitting on our bed, um, we just talked. And I shared the pain. And right afterwards, the words that were shared with me helped me so much because this child lovingly whispered that I'm learning and the Lord will strengthen me. The Lord knows I have the best of intentions. He will guide me. I mean, words that just were literally solved to my wounds and and then later that very day Sherry my sweet friend strengthened me even more with additional words of love encouragement and understanding I knew at that moment I wasn't alone and the Lord right then had sent me earthly angels and you know you guys the Lord truly can strengthen us physically emotionally and spiritually and the strength will always fit our needs I needed those words from people I trusted. Because maybe I didn't trust myself at that point. I didn't trust myself as a mom. I didn't trust myself to the discernment. I didn't trust any of that. But I did trust the faith that the words came from those earthly angels. Now, of course, his strength will always fit our needs. It doesn't necessarily mean that we won't have our share of trials and challenges in this life after all. It's just mm-hmm. part of our mortality. Yeah. And you know, the Lord loves us. So he allows us to struggle at times because he wants us to grow, yeah. but he won't leave us alone to struggle all by ourselves. Um, in the follow him podcast this week. So good. You guys, he talks about the atonement or alonement hmm. and that paradox between the two and how that at one coming to the Lord's enabling power is so crucial. Otherwise, we will be in that alonement mm. mentality.
2: Mm. I love that. That's really good. That is. I like it. And I was just thinking about Nephi, and when he was bound with cords, I'm sure he was allowed to struggle, just like you were talking about. I, w- I would assume that those bands just didn't magically drop from his wrist, right? right. Um, I'm sure, I, I would suspect that Instead, he was blessed with both persistence and probably personal strength beyond his natural capacity. And then, as we breathe in the strength of Lord, he was able to work and twist and tug on those cords, and then ultimately was able to break those bands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's the most, I feel like that's such an important part of that story. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask the Lord to to take them off, to just magically have them just poof. <laughs> yeah. Because right. the Lord could do that. Right. Right. I think about the
0: my bonds of pride and the work it's taken to break that.
2: Oh, yeah. Break those bands. Break, those yeah. bands. break
0: that habit or that tendency to have my own pride and not recognize I can change and I have to work at it.
2: Right. Even right. though you know the Lord could just come in and give you a humble heart Right? But he, it's in that struggle, in that
1: work that we really grow. Right. Because we, we all have to tug and work and pull and push through some of our afflictions and difficulties that we are going to have in this life. Mm-hmm. But I know if we trustingly put our hand in the Savior's hand, we can claim the promise of the sacramental prayer to always have his spirit with us. Which can then guide us and strengthen us and enable us to do all the Lord has asked. You know, all problems are manageable with the strength from the Savior. Yeah. And we know that the Savior suffered not just for our sins. Again, we, we've said that. but well, We want to remind you He suffered not just for our sins but also for all the inequality and unfairness and for the pain, anguish, and emotional distress that we will ever experience. Mm-hmm. And you know, when the adversary whispers, no one understands, no one knows what you're really going through. Oh boy, do we hear that. Mm-hmm. That that might be true that no human being knows. But the son of God perfectly knows and he understands. He felt our pains and experienced our suffering long, long before we did. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Somehow in a way that is unfathomable to us. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly what we have all endured. He knows what it's like to go through rounds of chemotherapy and radiation. Mm -hmm. He knows what it feels like to lose a job. He understands the deep agony you feel in your heart when you lose a child or a spouse. He understands the struggle of mental illnesses and other health challenges. I know my beautiful friend, Sam struggles with a condition that causes her whole body to break out in horrific boils. Mm. And it is a condition that just is immense pain, terrific, horrific pain. Um, And for two long weeks, this last outbreak was so severe that she was confined to bed. But Sunday, she stood at the pulpit testifying that the only way she could face another day was because she knew the savior was going through it with her. Mm -hmm. There is no burden, no sorrow, no suffering that he doesn't fully understand.
2: Exactly. We can turn to him because he does perfectly understand. And as we wrap up this podcast, we would invite you to remember that that the atonement of Jesus Christ is not just for those who've made mistakes and have done bad things and are trying to be good. It's also for good people who are trying to just become better and who want to serve faithfully and who yearn for that ongoing mighty change of heart. Indeed, we testify that in the strength of the Lord, we can do and overcome all things. And as you work and plead and pray for that grace and power in your life, it will come. He will help you. Whatever your challenges are that you are facing today, we pray that you will continue to stay safely under his wings.